Good day and welcome to all Sokola Duma readers and listeners. The following is a reading of the CS special feature in issue number 1168 of the Sokola Duma newspaper. Physical copies of the paper will not be printed this week or next week, but we do have a digital version of the paper on maxter.com. If you head over to sokoladuma.co.za, at the top of the page, you'll find a tab that says Buy SL Online. If you click that link, you'll find a step-by-step guide on how to sign up and read the digital copy. Now that we've got that out of the way, let's have a look at the CS special. Sokala Duma Radio. Today's CS special is titled COVID-19, PSL club bosses fear economic collapse. In Europe, there is more pressure on players and coaches to take pay cuts as the consequences of the deadly COVID-19 are being felt in some of the world's leading football leagues. The English Premier League, the Italian Serie A and Spanish La Liga all confirming they are feeling the enormity of the pandemic. With games halted since early last month and clubs needing to still pay wages with their revenue affected, especially through gate receipts, Juventus, Barcelona and Atletico Madrid have since announced salary reductions to help spare their teams from complete bankruptcy, while Tottenham Hotspur, Norwich City and Newcastle United have taken advantage of the UK government's pledge to cover 80% of employee salaries and announced their non-playing staff would take pay cuts. No Premier Soccer League club has stated any such measures yet, but South African football does not exist in a bubble and they too will soon feel the pinch. It's a matter of when. With dwindling crowd attendances, the expectation is that PSL clubs' budgets are not affected by selling tickets to matches. Mato Madlala, the league's acting CEO, has confirmed that, for now, clubs have been guaranteed to receive their 2 million rand monthly grants at least until the end of the season in June. Speaking to the SIA crew, player advisor and economist Ashley Rasul backs the suggestion that, at first glance, PSL clubs with contracts that have already been in place appear safe in the interim. He's quoted as saying, In relation to players, COVID-19 has brought a halt to football and consequently brought an end to almost all negotiations regarding summer deals. I imagine the established clubs in the PSL would have the 2019-20 budgets funded, which effectively takes us to 30th of June 2020. He continues, The question that remains is what's next beyond this? Herein lies the uncertainty. All of a sudden, every club is unsure what the value of any player will be and whether they can even afford to pay their current squad, end quote. According to the PSL's annual financial report, it is crystal clear that the revenue from the broadcast deal with rights holders Supersport International is the main source of income that they cannot afford to collapse. It's a sponsorship worth 600 million rand per season, or 3 billion rand over five years, and as such, helps ensure that monthly grants are paid and clubs across both the top tier, the APSA Premiership, and the Glad Africa Championship are able to survive. With the looming economic crisis due to COVID-19, there will be cutbacks, and the longer the delay to resume the football season, the greater the likelihood of revenue streams crippling the PSL. Rasul continues, The television rights deal is the lifeblood of the local football economy. It provides much-needed liquidity to the local market, and should this agreement be diminished in any form, the economic repercussions could be catastrophic for clubs in more ways than one can imagine. This holds true for the PSL as well as African club competitions covered by Supersport, end quote. 
The 3 billion rand broadcast deal is locked in until the end of the 2023-2024 season, which complicates the possibility of a reduction, especially in the case of a force majeure, or the unforeseeable circumstance that prevents an agreement on a contract being fulfilled. COVID-19 could be defined as an unforeseeable situation. Supersport CEO Gideon Kobane moved quickly to reassure viewers that the channel was working closely with its partners, including the PSL, to mitigate the absence of live sport, which is of course their bread and butter too. In a recent statement, he said, All of our partners have reached out to explain their measures, which we appreciate. Live sport is massively impacted. We are combating this by acquiring the best award-winning sports documentaries from around the globe, among other top programming. We will use our various platforms to communicate this to viewers, end quote. Supersport, as the television rights holders, have not been able to beam live local matches since March 15th following the quarterfinals of the Nedbank Cup. The two organizations, the PSL and its rights holders, need to coexist given that Supersport is the ultimate funding model for the league, while football guarantees eyeballs on their dedicated channels, especially considering that none of the free-to-air broadcasters own any television rights. Other notable sponsors who could also consider scaling down include title sponsors APSA, MTN, Telcom, and Nedbank. The financial statements as of July last season show that revenue from APSA was worth over 130 million rand, MTN slightly above 43 million rand, Telcom was 57 million rand, and Nedbank came up to 80 million rand. Add the 41 million rand from multi-choice Disky Challenge, and that's more than 350 million rand revenue from sponsorships for the PSL. It was at the end of the financial year ending July 2019 that the league, for the first time in its history, recorded a revenue of 1 billion rand, increasing by 7% from the previous year's 983 million rand and 884 million rand 12 months prior. Along with Moody's recent decision to downgrade South Africa to junk status amid the COVID-19 crisis, those kinds of figures are under extreme threat. And so this begs the question, does the PSL have a contingency plan? Well, the answer is yes, but with talks behind the scenes ongoing, the league's emergency strategy remains confidential. That was CEO Mato Mazala's stance when contacted by the SEA crew on how the coronavirus is affecting the PSL following the suspension of football matches in an already fragile economy. They quoted her as saying, Our chairman, Irvin Koza, had a meeting with the sponsors before lockdown, and at the time, we were discussing the possibility of playing behind closed doors. We discussed our wish to finish the season by June 30th along with the Board of Governors, as you know, and we said we are flexible depending on what the government says. It was all dependent on following regulations, she explained. President Cyril Ramaphosa ordered that unless it is an essential service, there will be no movement in the country until April 16th. That automatically meant that there would be no football and that players and coaches would have to wait before returning to the training pitch and be confined to their homes. Mazala continued, but this applies to any of the corporates and companies who are in the same lockdown situation. If this carries on for longer, everyone starts panicking. It is not only limited to soccer. If we say there is no contingency plan, it's like we are sitting on our own hands and not working behind the scenes. Those discussions are happening behind the scenes, but the mandate we have for now is to finish by June 30th. We can't sit as a leadership and do nothing. I know for a fact that the chairman hasn't stopped working behind the scenes, but those discussions are confidential. Matala did not backtrack on the league's promise to continue paying the 2 million rand monthly grants to all 16 teams, but admitted that the concern is not knowing for certain when things will return to normality. 
that cuts into their revenue. Madlala is also quoted as saying, we said to the clubs for now, and that is our approach. We cannot stand in front of them and say, irrespective of when the season finishes, their grants are safe because we don't know how long this COVID-19 is going to last. So with everything we are saying or committing to at the moment, we say for now, we have delivered the same message to the PSL staff. It is like the UIF. We know that's for six months. And after that, things change. So another question is which clubs could be the hardest hit? They might all be getting an equal share of the monthly grant, but PSL clubs all have their own approach in making a little bit extra to stay afloat. Mamalodi Sundowns have billionaire owner Patrice Matipe. Bidvestvits have the company they are named after, while Soweto Giants, Kaiser Chiefs and Orlando Pirates can look to Vodacom and a host of other lucrative sponsorships for their survival but many of them will feel the pinch in the coming months if the spread of the virus continues to wreak havoc on the market. Sundowns are, of course, in a strong position to see this through, given that they are already backed by a wealthy owner who has not relied on any main sponsorships throughout much of his time as the club boss. Vits have already painfully cut costs by retrenching staff and allowing players to move on at the start of the current season. So the timing of COVID-19 could spell catastrophe for their coffers, even if they are backed by Bidvest. Chiefs and Pirates earn in the region of 70 million rand a year from their title sponsor in Vodacom, while the mid-table clubs could secure a title sponsor for around 10 million rand per year. However, not all the teams have managed those lucrative financial backers, and a fragile economy means that they are even more at a disadvantage now. Kelvin Watts, the regional managing director of Nielsen Sports in Africa and the Middle East, told the CR crew that, if the league starts up in mid-May or even early June, there will be minimal losses, end quote. But that's not to say that contingency plans aren't needed. With corporate sponsors not throwing money at the mid-table clubs, the main income generator is the TV rights, with some club bosses forced to dig into their pockets at times to bridge the deficit. Hence, it is crucial to resume the campaign as soon as it is possible. But that, of course, will now be determined by COVID-19 and the strict measures enforced by the government. Many of the smaller clubs, and probably now their rivals with deeper pockets too, could look to the PSL's historic 1 billion rand revenue announced last year to guarantee some stability as hard times are on the horizon. Club owners like Bloemfontein Celtics, Max Shabalala and Farouk Kadodia of Marisburg United have in the past admitted to the challenges they face in the day-to-day -day upkeep of a team in the top division. And Koza has repeatedly spoken of the tireless efforts put in by the men and women who run PSL teams despite the tough economic times, adding that it was for this reason that the league was handing out monthly grants to clubs. It costs between 40 million rand and 50 million rand per annum for a mid-table team to have all their bases covered during the season, while the usual suspects when it comes to targeting the championship and silverware spend between 60 and 100 million rand. You can't blame Kadodia and his counterparts for being worried. So who will be the biggest losers? Will it be the players? Well, that's very likely. They have to hope that club owners are transparent and that the SA Football Players Union keeps to their promise to fight for their rights now could be the most crucial period. Ashraf Mohammed, a fund manager from Sycamore Capital, gave his insight into the possible effects that COVID-19 could have on sports sponsorship deals, indicating that the virus could hurt clubs over the next two to three years, and thus the players and employees who will struggle to meet wage bill demands. He is quoted as saying, the move to halt all sporting events due to the coronavirus has put sponsorship deals under the spotlight. 
Many of the sponsorship agreements are usually signed for three to five years with the sporting body like the PSL, promising that the tournament or league will take place, he explained. And although the PSL has indicated that they will want to try and conclude the season by June 30th, the fund manager believes that the season could be stretched out even further. He's also quoted as saying, With soccer unlikely to be played until July or August this year, we believe that the sponsors will ask for a reduction in the amount that they must pay or insist that their brand must be used for another year without any cash being paid. He adds, this will hurt both the PSL and the clubs as they depend on sponsorship to cover their costs. The impact will be that the clubs may ask their players to take salary cuts as has happened in Italy and Spain. Because the sponsors will suffer a fall in profits over the next year, they may decide to reduce the amount of the sponsorship in the future. While it will not have a long-term impact on soccer, the coronavirus will hurt profits earned by the clubs over the next two to three years. And so what do the club bosses have to say? Well, Farouk Kadodia of Marisburg United said, This whole setback will cost a lot of clubs a lot of money. The problem is that the league has obligations that they have to honor to sponsors. And then for us, it's about our plans going forward, contracts and whatever else. There is a feeling of uncertainty. When will we restart? And if we do, will we have a break or not? Many of our staff and players are uncertain about their futures. They don't know whether they will have a job or not. And we cannot commit to contracts until we know exactly what the way forward is. And that's important. I told our employees that as soon as I know, then we can sit with a clear mind. We will have to rely on the BOG for a blueprint on how we can go forward with our concerns on contracts and extensions when the season ends. As a club owner, there is no doubt there will be an impact, but it is beyond our control. We can't make noise and point fingers. A club like ours doesn't have a corporate sponsor at all. And when we are paying, the wheel is spinning and that's very important to understand. Now we are having to put money into our shortfalls with salaries. Obviously, it is quite tough. We must be governed by the league regarding the financial implications, but I trust that every sponsor will honor its obligation once the virus is over. End quote. John Komitis of Cape Town City FC is quoted as saying, The priority is, of course, the safety of our players, first and foremost. But we need to resume playing football as soon as possible, otherwise the industry will collapse. We need to figure out a way to start playing again. Having crowds is a sweetener, but people can watch from home. Playing behind closed doors is not an issue. We don't get large crowds anyway unless we are playing Chiefs or Pirates. This is our bread and butter, and if we don't get back to playing, we are losing our sponsorship revenue. We are in the business of advertising and exposure for players, and that comes with playing matches. If we don't, there will be a snowball effect. If we leave this too long, we will have broken contracts and have to dip into our reserves. We will manage between now and June, but beyond that, the industry will collapse. End quote. Stan Matthews of Supersport United is quoted as saying, My opinion is that we don't need to panic until the end of May. We are lucky that gate receipts is not a large part of our income. We are more reliant on our grant and sponsorship money. Our headspace is on catching up the remaining games because there has been a deficit in television coverage. We've got to make that up. These are the games the sponsors bought and they were about to have their day in the sun what they have worked for over the months. We have factored in extended restrictions in terms of lockdown. And in our heads, we have a six to eight week window to normalize and get the players to some form of training. And with the Olympics move to next year, there are little beacons of light. 
We are not in crisis mode, but we can see the economy has been hurt. Our players have been told up front that their contracts are in place for the remainder of the season, whether the games are played or not. Our budgets run to July, so we don't anticipate any grant cuts as a club at this stage. But heading into the new financial year, sponsorships and other clubs needing bailouts, this could put some strain on the league. We probably have another two or three months of protection, but after that, the market will dictate our revenue and cash flow. And so the CEO crew says, watch this space. PSL club bosses are not running the numbers and counting the losses just yet, but it's clear that their livelihood is at stake because of COVID-19. And please spare a thought for the Glad Africa Championship, where teams in Mzansi's second tier only receive 500,000 rand monthly grants. They have no additional sponsors and depend on owners who rely on their private businesses to fund day-to-day operations. The PSL is very much a self-funded league that has sold its content to a broadcaster to afford it the opportunity to be professional, and this deadly virus has now put that at risk. The pandemic has hit the country, there's no denying that, and the economy has long been on its knees, which has been compounded by Moody's downgrade. It will have an effect on sponsorships. With mass retrenchments looming in the aftermath of the COVID-19, it will become near impossible for title sponsors APSA, MTN, Telcom and Nedbank to justify their contribution to football and they will have to reassess their spend. It makes sense that PSL club bosses fear a collapse of an industry they've seen grow to be among the top leagues in the world. Thank you very much for tuning in to Soccer La Duma Radio. For those of you wondering, the reason why we are doing these articles in this format is because we know that a lot of you won't be able to go outside and pick up physical copies of the newspaper due to the coronavirus pandemic and the lockdown it has caused. And so for that reason, you can find us here on Soccer La Duma Radio, Spotify, Apple or Google Play to find readings of all of your favorite articles interviews and editors columns so make sure to stay tuned you'll still get all of the same content even if you can't pick up the paper cheers